Pull it up, pull it up. We pulled it up. <laughs> we did. Because we gonna need it. <laughs> we are gonna need it. We most definitely <laughs> are gonna need it. Um, really, the, the topic that we're gonna talk about today is going to be daddy issues. And I feel that it's somewhat of a taboo. It's somewhat of something that we don't discuss and we don't bring light to. But let's be real, we all got daddy issues. from like a perfect, you know, like perfect home or a broken home or just a, a, a single mother home, it's, it affects us all, you know? Right. And I think that Absolutely. when we do talk about it, when we do have these hard conversations with our friends, with, with our sisters, within sisterhood, we can only learn and grow and, and be heal. better. Yes, and heal. And heal. Because mm-hmm. we need some healing, sister. We do. The world sure, needs some sis. healing. You know, and speaking about um, daddy issues, I mean, it kind of all came from last week's episode because we were talking about how we just are so masculine. Why are we so masculine? Why do we feel like we need to take on this kind of, this <laughs> ma- machismo kind of energy? You know? Because we're some boss-ass bitches. Yes, we are some boss-ass bitches. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, we are some boss-ass bitches. But I think it really does come from and stem from, you know, the fact that we got we got some issues. And in oh, yeah, particular, sure. daddy issues. And why not just be as transparent as possible? You know, we're not here to offend anyone. We're just here to share our story because it's not only our story. We know that. You know, even with women who have their fathers at home, you know, my mother is one of those women that her father was at home and he rest in peace, but he was home with her throughout her childhood, but he wasn't present, Yeah, you know, and that definitely did a number, you know, and and, and she's working through it even now as an adult. And that's what I've noticed is that I'm, I'm about to be 30 years old. That's the second time I'm putting my age out there telling all my secrets. Damn, girl. I'm <laughs> blowing it. I'm catching on. Girl, nobody got to know about age. But let me tell you, the 30s are the new 20s, mommy. And mm-hmm. you looking fly. Except we got money. Except exactly. We got money. exactly. So we right. better now. And better choices. Better choices. Better choices. Better choices. We're more mature. Less no drama. Mental is developed. Less craziness. We're, we're less dramatic. I mean, sometimes. But it is mm-hmm. what it is. Right. But there is still healing. And I feel like every day I'm coming up with these new kind of ways of like, how can I heal in different ways? Mm. You know, like how can I get deeper with myself and ask myself some uncomfortable questions? And we were just talking about this, Jonalise. You yeah. know, Jonalise has been asking herself some uncomfortable questions lately because we have to. We have to because we want to enter into these new chapters of life and we want healthy relationships. We really do. And we deserve it. We do. For sure. We do. do. And I think that within itself, I mean, once I started to tell myself, I deserve to be in a happy, healthy relationship and not go for that guy that reminds me of my father. Right. And I love my father, but I have to ask myself, do I want to be with a man that is like him? You know, so. And I think even to kind of chime in here, I think even men that are good and that are gentlemen and really work every day and strive to be their best, we have to remember that we're human and we make mistakes. And I feel what people have gone through, you know, our fathers or this this perfect man that, you know, that you might might want to attract or might already be in your life, you know, Um mm-hmm they have at one point in their life whatever they were going through that it affected us for example like my father in his capacity what he's been through the traumas that he has undergone through his life like he did the best that he can possibly do and i think that a lot of the times where we're so focused on like, but you're my dad, but you're my dad. And there's like we titles. We side of that. We yes. lose sight how they grow up. Exactly. Yes. And it's like, we have to remember the, the, at the core, you're a human being and you're trying to figure it out the same way that we are. Yep. There's no pamphlet that to tell you how to do it. Everything's mm-hmm. a learning process, you know, and sometimes we lose sight of how they grew up. So they love us in the best capability that they possibly can or what they know we don't know what they you know 
had to go through when they grew up. So we don't realize that now in our present life. So that's something we have to take into consideration as well. Absolutely. I think that was the biggest lesson for me. I'm like, you're my father. So you're supposed to live up to being my father. Yeah. And it's like, no, Sky, take a step back, take a hundred, because he's a human before mm -hmm. he's your father. We were just talking about this the other day. Right. Yeah. We were saying how we, we put our parents on this pedestal, like they're like these superheroes, but they're, mm -hmm. they are, you know, to us, but they're just people and they're trying to figure it out too, just like us. Yeah. Step by step, they're trying to figure it out and do their best. Right. And yeah, I, nobody has a fucking pamphlet to tell you how to be a perfect father or a perfect mother or a perfect parent. You learn as you go. Because I know if I'm going to whip out a baby, what the fuck, really? Right. You know, you, you learn day by day. Right. And, you know, if I think back on, because my father has opened up to me and he's told me, you know, about his childhood and his mom passed away when he was, I want to say around like 19. So imagine that, Wow. probably even younger. I want to say maybe 19, 17 to 19. And uh, he didn't really know his father. Mm. So he was raised by the streets, you know, and he was raised with survive, survival of the fittest kind of mentality. Mm -hmm. And when it came down to me trying to understand him, because you told me the other day, not everything is for our understanding. You know, because we on your own. Right. Yeah, we, we, right yeah. we so often want to be like, well, that doesn't make sense. Help me understand it. Or that, you, we just want answers sometimes. And it's like, but it's not for your understanding. Yeah. But if we were to take the time to, my father's story is in the streets. And I wasn't raised like that. You know, right. I, I had a mom and a, and a stepfather that really did hold it down for us for you know elementary to high school and my father in those same years he was trying to survive so when in my household we were raised on love yeah he was raised on survival so there's only you know so much i could relate to with him sometimes and how he views things because i'm like this guy is two totally different worlds girlfriend absolutely so try to be more understanding when it comes to his capacity like you said his level of how much he can love yeah. someone and we want it so bad and, and and you know it shows in the relationships that we go through and the men that we choose we literally and i know i guess i'm speaking for myself i have looked for my father in so many men you know and and it's almost not fair What's going on? You know, I mean, that's now, another subject. Now, when you subject. say you, you're looking for your father in each man, what kind of attributes is it that you're looking for or that you found yourself in? Mm. If that makes any sense. Ooh, I, do, I can't stay away from the bad boys. The, the men that literally grew up on survival uh, mode. That's know? because I think that's where you're used to. So you mm -hmm. feel comfortable in the atmosphere. It's home. It's, it's home, home for me. Right. Like, oh, he gonna protect me in the right. streets. I like that. Come right. Here, like, <laughs> right. But now, but, <laughs> but now I ask myself, really, what kind of man are you looking for, Sky? Yeah. Right. Because as you know, my father has changed his life now and like he's really putting his best foot forward and I could really appreciate that. But it's like, I feel like I'm going for men that was my father 15 years ago. Right. And I'm like, sorry, you can't do that. Mm -hmm. You can't do that, you know? And, and it's, <laughs> it, but it's also, sorry to interrupt. I feel like it, within this culture, there are more people that are lost. So you are your options. You are going to have more of those bad boy mentality, survival mentality, like uh, like you know, more girls, more money, like no love, you mm -hmm. know. Because I listen, listen to the songs that we listen to. Mm -hmm. This is what we're going up with, you know? influencing us. Yes, yeah. and then there comes, I mean, one good a gentleman and what a man is supposed to be, and you're like, what are we doing? No, 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 no. Like there's something wrong. <laughs> right. Sorry, he's weird. It's too yeah, good. He's weird. He's weird. He's weird. It's, a, it's freaking yeah. me out. It's Something's yes. weird, something's weird. It's, it's sad, you know? But I think that us realizing and asking these the hard questions the way that we are, it's okay, what do I, again, to what you were saying, what do I deserve? Right. Do I deserve someone who's gonna throw me like a napkin or someone mm -hmm. who's gonna share with me like the flower that I am? Right. That's right. You know? Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I think through trial and error, I think that you, we have to unlearn yes what we what we're what we're used to and what we've always done we got to unlearn that behavior and those patterns because it's not working it's not what we really want it hasn't made us happy yet 
And now I think we started to retract and be like, hold on, I want a man that does this. I want a man that does that. I want. I don't want none of that other stuff. Right. right. I want all this new yeah, stuff. Yeah, like I don't want a man that's going to only pop bottles in the club. Right. 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 Like we're over that. We're right. older. Right. You know, I and need it's a man also with good credit. A partner. I need a man with good credit. <laughs> a partner on top of that. I want a exactly. partner. It's not just a relationship. I feel like I've always tended to be in relationships that I've taken care of men. Men really didn't treat me the way I was supposed to. And I think it all stemmed from daddy issues for sure. My father, when... I, probably when I was getting middle school, high school, he started going to Costa Rica a lot. He had a business out there. He was gone all the time. So I think when I was going that teenage uh, years, when I really need my father there present, he wasn't. And mm-hmm. I looked for men for that. And it got me in nothing but trouble. And nothing came from it that I really wanted. There was no one that like treated me the way, you know, I should have been treated. So mm-hmm. now you that allowed I'm, it. Right. I thought it was right. Right. Exactly. Asking, yes. Exactly. So now, um, I definitely, when I look for a man, I look for a partner versus everything I used to do. If it's anything that I used to do, I don't want it. Right. It gotta be something different. I want a partner, someone to go put in the work Somebody's with me, build with team. me. Yeah, team. You know? I don't just want, want a relationship, together. right? Right. I don't want to take care of anybody. I mean, I'm cool taking care of you if you're down, but I want a if partner. You're sick, if right. You're sick, if you're sick, baby, sick that's get all. down, right. <laughs> but I want a partner to build with me, you know. I know that he has my back. I got his back 100%, you know. Not, I'm taking care of you and then right. if, if I need you, you're not there, you know. And I also yeah. think we have the luxury and the blessing to be able to be in this, in this space where we're also looking for a mirror. And within our friendships we're willing to accept some things and let's let's talk about i didn't like this this is how i felt and things that we're not willing to put up with which is why our circle is so small yeah you know right. so that comes with age oh yeah for sure oh yeah and you get tired of the bullshit yeah Ugh. yeah and i think sure. like looking at things like okay this is who i am and this is where, I, where i'm at in life and this is what i do i i deserve a me mm-hmm mm. Mm. Little. You know, mm. this is good. That's right. <laughs> and I think that it's taking a lot of pain. It's taking a lot of, you know, again, unlearning what we've learned and what we've seen our, our mothers go through. Right. Because our, our mothers have gone through a lot. Yes, they have. Absolutely. Yes, they have. You know, and, and I look at how strong my mother is. And, you know, I'm just grateful that I can witness other people's journey and say I respect it and I, I love who you are because of it but I'm gonna go this way I'm gonna try this out instead you know and that's and I, I'm sure my mom would love love that you know me and my mom have talked about it and um she just she's a super woman but if we keep it real you know she she had me when she was young and she she had a father that wasn't really present and she had daddy issues and she chose my father and she had to do it on her own mm-hmm. for a lot of it you know it wasn't until i was an adult my late teen years that my father you know and i developed a relationship and you know shout out to barbara she's not here with us tonight um we love you girl you're we love here you so in, much here in we love you baby girl you are here in spirit um barbara and i lived together in brooklyn for about a year uh maybe two years ago now maybe even three and there was one night that I was having a really hard time mm-hmm. with just, you know, the realizations of, of where me and my father were at the time. And, you know, we were going through it and I came home and Barbara and I sat at the kitchen table and I sobbed. <sighs> you know, Barbara has some issues with her father as well. And she was able to relate to me and she was able to tell me, just show me uh, in, in ways that I, I didn't look at it before when it came to my father you know like we said earlier i a different perspective exactly um for so long i put so much pressure on that relationship i wanted him to live up to a certain standard and every time he missed it i would blame him and i would get so angry and it wasn't until i finally figured out oh shit he doesn't live for me he's a human being yeah um that's when i was really able to forgive him but don't get me wrong there's still some days that i struggle you know it's definitely a struggle because i have to unlearn a lot Mm. And still at the age of 29, I'm still searching for him in men. And um, I, I know I don't want it, but it's just, there's a sense of comfortability there. There's a sense of home mm-hmm. there. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm doing the work. 
there there has to be work that's put into this kind of healing mm -hmm. and it doesn't come overnight mm -hmm. it just really does not come overnight you know i i he just my father ended up having another baby so i'm literally 29 years older than my baby sister and he is really putting his best foot forward and so my other sister and i before the baby was born told my father like hey we give him all the permission to be the best father you can be to that little girl because she deserves it you know and we want to change the cycle we want yes. to break generational yeah. curses here and he has been putting in the work and for her he really for sure has. he really has it's beautiful it's a, to watch it, it is beautiful it's, to watch that's beautiful god mm -hmm. bless i'm a I, with um like you said you got daddy issues because you know of your relationship and him not being there too much i'm i feel fearful that my daughters will have daddy issues and that is probably my biggest fear. Everything else I know I could protect them from or help them or something in the lane where I could shield them. When it comes to daddy issues, there's nothing I feel like I can get my hundred and they could probably maybe still have that because their father fathers aren't that present like they should be. Right. And it's a big fear of me because I think heartache and going through all that and watching your kid go through that, it probably has to be the worst thing ever. And I'm trying my best to make sure that doesn't happen, being present and teaching being present and teaching them everything that I think I can teach them to be ready for this world and you know go yeah. on the good route and pick the right man and all that stuff but sometimes I feel like it's inevitable because like my mom tried her heart yeah he can't control it my mom you know did her best with me and you know my father too when he was there but inevitably I still had daddy issues I still have daddy issues you know mm -hmm. and I'm still I'm working through them now mm -hmm. and like you said, you know, sometimes even now you still get mad at your your daughter's father, your, your father. But me, mm -hmm. on the other hand, sometimes I get mad at my daughter's father because it's like, I know because you're not present what this is going to create for her. Mm -hmm. And that is a huge fear of mine. Mm -hmm. Right. So hopefully me on my journey of healing and, you know, putting in the work for myself, I can implement that on them so that right. they don't have to go through those, you know, all that, that pain and picking the wrong men and all that. Hopefully not. Fingers crossed. But that's a learning curve. That's something they're going to have to go through regardless. Heartbreak yeah. is the worst, mm -hmm. especially when it comes from your father. First um, heartbreak, yeah. Yeah, that's something they have to learn. But you just do the best as you can as a mom because you're the best. And you just teach them how to love and how to understand love and react to it. Yeah. And what love is. I feel like I, as a uh, growing up, I don't remember my, f I, I mean, I'm, I remember seeing my mom and dad when I was younger, before he started going to Costa Rica and stuff, it was so affectionate and loving and we all did things together and it was great. But no one sat down and be like, hey, this is what love is supposed to be. This is what healthy love is. This is what you should look for. Like, I feel like we all figured that out ourselves after time of going through this trials era of being, oh no, I don't want that. Oh, that that's not love. And then before we even get to that, where we start realizing, wait, that's not love. We think that that's what love is. All that toxic yeah, we're behavior, around it. right? Mm -hmm. We're around it and when that's what we get used to. around it, yeah. Right. So I think it's so important to talk about, wait, what is love? What is healthy version of love? What is What does that look like? And to implement that at a young age so that we can stop these generational curses and these generational daddy issues. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I also think as a mom, my mom actually used to do this with, with me when I was younger because my dad was actually not present in the first, like, 11, 11 years of my life. He was just there, but not there. And she would have the hard conversations as in like, look, this is what it is. And if you don't want this, you don't have to stand for this. You can do better. You should do better. There is better. And I think engraving that in a little girl's mind and heart there it just leaves a sense of hope but also of just be real you know they're they're humans and sometimes i've noticed you know i've noticed especially like with hazel your daughter i don't talk to her like a little girl mm -hmm. i talk to her like a little grown woman and right. i'm like no like a lady doesn't do that you want to sit like this you want to be nice you want to play you know you want to be delicate you want to share your toys and I think it's just something psychological. It's like a perspective. And once you allow that and you give that to a child, they're like, they want to live up to that. Mm -hmm. They're like, you're right. Like, I can do better. I can be better. You know? And 
it's important to talk to them. Yeah. It's important to talk to them like they're humans because they're humans. Yeah. I think yes. a lot of people forget that they're little people that you're molding <laughs> to be in this world, you know? Yeah, and a lot of people, true. when they communicate with children, it's definitely on that gaga boo boo stuff, you know, like little right. kid stuff. And it's like, no, especially with my older daughter now. She's got a little older. So anytime I get a ch chance to drop that little seed, like, if we're out and we see a couple arguing, I'm like, men, you, you don't, you don't ever be with a man that treats you like that in public, right. or in any way. You don't, you don't want to be with a man that talks to you like that. Right. So any little seeds I can get, even if we're watching a show and something's happening where a man's not treating a woman the way they're exposed to, I always look at her and be like, hey, men don't treat women like that. You don't right. ever be with a man like that. So any chance I get, I always drop that little seeds in both their heads because as you should, I am not should. trying to have them have daddy issues. It's been a long road for myself with the daddy issues and I finally had a place of healing and you know making better choices I, I had to learn that on my own honestly I grew up not knowing what a healthy relationship was because I've never seen my mother in one and I think that's very important for you to see at a young age you mm. know to see your parents love on one another not fighting you know keep it behind closed doors unfortunately my I grew up with the complete opposite I used to always see my mother fighting my father fighting my father was a heavy drinker. He could have been, he was physically and emotionally uh, abusive. So it was a lot for us to handle. But um, again, he loved us the best way he can. Yeah. So that was tough to, to grow up with. But on the other hand, that was a relationship that I used to keep behind my, like my mind and say, I can't be with a man like that. I, can, I can't grow up to be with a man like that. So, you know, that's, it, he taught me a lot of things. Unfortunately, he didn't teach me, you know, very positive things. But now I look at my future relationships, present relationships. I'm like, I, you, you don't deserve me. You know, I can't be treated like that. Um, my father put me through a lot of stuff and there was a lot more negative than positive. But again, I learned from it. Um, my father is not with us today. Rest in peace. God bless your soul. Um, he got diagnosed with Alzheimer's and he got really sick. He became... A baby practically and then he told me not to hold grudges anymore so that's oh. the way i look at it he was the only father i had and life is too short you know that's regardless right. of the type of father he was to me um i'm still gonna be your daughter you know i'm still gonna take care of you and have your back and he taught me not to be grudgeful um not to hold grudges so um you know i thank him for that but uh he tried he tried the best way he can and then you know, I thank him for that. But I can't be with a man like that. And Absolutely you know, not. You know the beautiful love thing? Love you, girlfriend. We do love you. You know the beautiful thing is love that... You. I always say this. When people tell me, like, oh, I'm this way because, you know, what I grew up around. And it's like, people don't realize, okay, you could have been around, uh, hypothetically, alcoholic as a father, right? And you can grow up yep. either being alcoholic or being completely different. Now that we see all these examples of what we don't want, it's our it's our choice to be like, I don't want this. I need to make a better choice. So if we look at them as a learning textbook, okay, we don't yeah. want this, we don't want this. We can make our lives the way we want it and right. be with the people we want, you know? So at the end of the day, we have to be thankful for the good and bad because it, all of it is a lesson. Right. And it's you yeah, you can't, you wouldn't be able to feel the good if you didn't go through the bad. Exactly. Right. Yeah. That's right. Appreciate. And no, you don't want it. Good. I know you don't want yeah. that bad stuff. Right. And it just doesn't don't appreciate serve us. It as much. It really just doesn't serve us, you know, right. for us to exactly. hold on to all that resentment. I, I remember a time when you brought up my father and I was bawling. Mm -hmm. And just imagine that weight uh, for what, a 16 year old, 17 year old, that weight on me that you couldn't mention his name without all that emotion coming up. And when I forgave and then you asked yourself, who am I even to forgive? Mm. Who am I to forgive? Like, we're all human. We're all trying to figure life out and we all are trying to do our very best and what we even think the best is. So it wasn't until though, I was able to accept it that I'm like, okay, now my mind is clearing up. Now I see what I like, what I don't like, what feeds me, what takes away from me. Yeah. Before yeah. that, when it was just so emotionally driven, I was blind to so many things, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And you, Ivana, you said that your father, um, you know, taught you not to hold grudges. My father yeah. has taught me in my, uh, in my view, like the most important lesson of it all. And although I have no right, like he gave me the gift of forgiveness. Yeah. I think 
that is the most beautiful thing. And I think forgiveness is where it all starts to make the better choice. Yeah. I think yeah. I, for a long time, for me at least, my father, when he, he passed away in Costa Rica, and it was unexpected. And when we got over there, there were just so many questions and so many things we found out that just, there was never answers to. And it was just such, it was so frustrating that it didn't take me until about, I'm gonna say last year, so what, five, six years, something like that, that I I finally started to forgive him, breaking yeah. down and forgiving him. And when I did that, then I was able to heal and make better choices yeah. and think about, okay, I don't want this in a man. I don't want this in a man. I think so it definitely right. I think mm -hmm. it definitely starts with forgiveness, forgiveness when you start that healing process. Well, with me, I'm I, first. I'm glad that we're actually even having this conversation because it's a conversation that I don't have with myself a lot. And yes, even though I'm asking myself very hard questions, I kind of brush this off or like, oh, I'm not, I'm not gonna go see him this week. And I'm blessed enough to still have my father. Flaws and all, he's still mine. He's still alive. And I think that my job and my duty as a daughter, and I want to be a wife. And if I, don't be fix, a wife. Um, yeah. if I don't fix that relationship with my dad, how am I supposed to attract that into my life? Right. You know? Right. And I know that right now, it's it, it has been so many years of so much pain that I'm so analytical in one way that I've, I started, I've trained myself to look at it that way rather than emotional. And now it's almost, there's no emotion. I'm like, okay, bye. This beautiful. Oh, Wait, no, do you feel like you're no. numb? No, no, I wish, I'm, I'm such an emotionally driven person that I wish I could be like that. I mean, everything's in life is balanced. Correct. But, but I, I, I'm definitely at a disbalance right now. It's not, it's not good that I'm, that I'm looking at it that way. Mm -hmm. And I think recently I'm like, you know, I, I really need to put in this work. I need to forgive. And I just need to accept him for who he is and for, for where he's at and for what he's been through and move forward and have, at the end of the day, like I, I deserve to have a relationship with my dad. Absolutely. Definitely. And life you know, is so short, my love. It is. You need, it is. You definitely. It is. And I have, him, I, I have him right there. And the fact that I... I haven't really been taking, not even advanced, again, because I, I've known that I've gone through a lot. And now I'm realizing like, okay, like I, I have to put in work. I have to put in time because he's my dad. Right? That's right. And right. you deserve that, my dear. Mm -hmm. And he deserves that yeah, too. You know, course. there's there's always time that, you know, I'm very close to my mom. I call my mom every day. I call my, my grandma every day as well. And it's, you know, FaceTime my mom. And he's like, you have a dad. Like, why don't you FaceTime yeah. me? Yeah, you both deserve it, my love. And you, now that you, this is what I love about this, mm -hmm. our group, is that every time we talk, it's so therapeutic to us that we start doing these realization things. I bet you tomorrow you're going to be like, you know what? I'm going to call my dad. Mm -hmm. You start thinking about these things and then you put that effort behind it, you know? And I love that. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful, bulls. And you, I know yeah, you do that. <laughs> I know you do that. I will. I yeah. have to. My first relationship, um, I was with a boy for about eight years and I was really close with his mother, rest in peace. She was like on the way to becoming a sensei. Like she was an angel on earth. Ugh, and I, during this time, I was going through a lot with my dad and I would go to her for some guidance. And she always told me, and in the time I'm like, eh, ah, mm, ah, mm. <laughs> I don't know if I could take this nah. advice. Cause she used to tell me if your father, if your mother, says the sky is green the sky is green mm. you do not disrespect your parents your parents gave you life and for that you were forever in debt point blank period yeah. they gave you life so you were forever yeah. in debt and it's not until i became an adult that i'm like uh she's right right she's she was right. right and you know her son her poor son i'll tell you because <laughs> it, was, it was my first relationship it was a, it was my first relationship when i tell you what i expected of this 17 year old little boy because i was so empty when it came to a, a male figure in my life the amount of pressure that i put on him <laughs> and and 
it wasn't until I finally realized, Sky, if you don't take care of this, you're going to still do this at the age of 25 to 30 years old. You're going to be looking for that father figure in these men that are not supposed to be your father. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fill up that void and, and make sure you get it in check before you really invest in a man and a man invests in you because it's just not fair. You're putting a sense of like, hey, you're supposed to be all the way up here. And if you don't reach this, if you ain't my man and my daddy, Okay. <laughs> you better be my daddy. You better be my daddy. Ew. Oh boy. Ew. 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 Fucking boy. We don't have to cut that part out. That's nasty. Um, but it's like the the amount of pressure, the amount of pressure that is put on another human being when one human being doesn't put in the work for themselves. Yeah. You have to put in the work for yourself, you know, and that's a whole other episode. Like we've all, you know, developed these different ways of healing. And I think Absolutely. that's that's something that we need to share with the world. You know, the Everybody world needs healing. The world needs healing. A lot of people have daddy issues, a lot of women. And you know what? Let's not forget, because we, we tend to forget, because we live in our own little bubble. These boys out here, these men out here, they have mommy issues. Oh. Ooh. Right? Ooh. And that's okay. And it's okay. As long as you're working on it, you... As long as you can self-reflect and, and it, take acknowledgement to it and put in that work to fix it. Men are held in such high pedestals, though. Definitely. If you think about it nowadays, you know, like they have to take care of a household. They're meant to do this and take care of that. And, you know, we just hold them on such a high pedestal. And sometimes we got to, you know, cut them some slack. That's right. right. They have their own issues as well. And sometimes they look for women that remind them of their mothers. Right. And that's how shit goes. And it's weird but it happens absolutely and then they take out whatever issues they have with their mother they will take out on you just like we do with our with them because of our fathers it's the of same course. thing a, a same exact thing mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely yeah these are important conversations to have with your partner as well mm -hmm. i think a lot of people never talk about this have you ever been in a relationship like hey do you have any daddy issues do you have any mommy <laughs> issues like when do we ever talk about that no what our partners it's very important to talk about that you gotta know your partner's traumas what they go through stuff like that and this is a great topic and to how they worked and if they have even started working on fixing and really realizing those traumas and moving forward and growing from them right because i always need to know how they treat their mothers because that's yes oh it is. I love. But let I, me tell you, men should also look at us. How's your relationship with your father? Oh, definitely. And Absolutely. it is so important. I think nowadays, overall, not just look what the relationship was with your mother and father, but how is your relationship overall with your family, oh. your siblings, yeah. with your mom, exactly. your dad, that's everybody. Important. That's important. Because that sets the tone of how that man's going to be a family man to you, how he's going to exactly. treat you, how that, how mm -hmm. what what he was around and what he's you know, adopted from those. How he was from, raised, yeah, absolutely. Definitely, you could tell a whole lot by how a man is with his family. Yeah. And you know what's funny is when I was younger, 17, 16, younger, I never even thought about this. Never thought about, oh, how was he with his mom? I mean, we're kids, you know, who, exactly. we're not thinking about yeah. shit. But it's so important now to say, oh, oh, I like the communication you have with your mom. Oh, I love that you and your dad talk all the time. I love the way you treat your sister. Because, you know, everyone's grown up now and everyone has their own lives. But mm -hmm. to take that time and be able to have that respectable, respectable conversation with your family is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And when you witness it, you're like, I know you're going to be a good husband one day. Mm -hmm. I know you're going to be a great mm -hmm. father one day. I know you're going to be a good friend to me. Because I can tell mm -hmm. all that by just that. Mm -hmm. So it's so it's important. so hot. It's so it hot. Is hot. It's so hot. Where are you at? Where are you at? Right. <laughs> it's it's really so true though. It's so true. It, like and, and let's so never under like, underestimate the the, the power that is in a, a relationship with someone's family. It's yeah, so important. It's, it's so, so important, important because what makes me think? You know, I used to date someone. Actually, I dated a couple people that were not, they, they did not treat their mom nicely Ew. at all. Oh, I can't stand and that. The first time I had a relationship with someone that treated their mom like that, I kind of eh, overlooked it and I'm embarrassed to say. Second time I dated someone, I'm like, eh, no, because what makes me think that you're gonna treat me better than the woman that gave you life? Mm -hmm. exactly. She gave you life. Mm -hmm. He ain't shorty. Like, He's not. Right? 
case. So and important. And you know, let me might add, it also, everything in life has to be a balance. Everything. So if your relationship Amen. with your mom is a little too, too much, that's a problem too. Just throw that out that's there. That's going to have me questioning. Right. You better not be 30 and still on the city. Oh, no. <laughs> you better not be sleeping with your mama. You better not be sleeping in the same listen, bed. Listen, listen, okay. listen. Nah, All I'm nah, saying, 30. overall, it is very important that it's a healthy balance and in, in life, we all struggle with that. We all struggle with that shit. We got to keep it real, you know? But the first step is acknowledging it and then putting in the work to change it, to change those things, you know? Amen, sure. sister. And it takes work. Oh, real work. The other day, she checked me and I was like, oh. Who checked you? You, you got to say it because we're on she podcast. She checked me. Uh, okay, we're on podcast. Who checked you? Be real. Who checked you? My best friend over here. What's her name? God. She, she, listen, there's one thing about my girls, my soul sisters, we check each other. We hold each other Absolutely. accountable. I was going through some stuff um a few days ago and my girl was like, you ain't putting in the work. My girl's been with me for the couple last couple days, couple weeks, whatever. I love it. But she's like, I, like you ain't putting in the work. You're not reading, you're not meditating, you're not like, I wasn't putting in the work that I usually put in. Every day we're reading, meditating, yoga, something. And I wasn't because I was so thrown off. My energy was so thrown off that I wasn't putting the work. Let me tell you, when she said that, I jumped on the books. I was starting to really get back to myself. I, all day long I was writing and she's like, damn, Chris, I haven't seen you write like that all day long. And it's like, it's so true. When you put in that real work, things will change for you. Things so much will mm -hmm. be better for you, but you gotta put in the work. You can't skip it. You can't think, oh, I have it's these issues. By itself. Right, I have these issues, but I'm just gonna eh, pretend to put in the work or put in the work sometimes. No, that shit is full time. You gotta put in the work. You gotta mm. find the time because the most important thing is yourself. You have to, self-love that all comes in self-love, all that you have to put in, you have to pour into you before you can pour into anybody else. You gotta put the Absolutely. work in. And there's such a misconception of time heal all time heals all wounds. Time heals all wounds. It's a bunch of bullshit. It really is. Because I tell you, if you don't put in the work when you're 15, if you just lounging around and not putting in that work, but. 30, you'll still be facing the same shit that you were facing at 15. You gotta put in the work. Oh you gotta get uncomfortable absolutely. with yourself. So you, you have to ask yourself Ooh. uncomfortable questions. Definitely. You gotta be put in grow. uncomfortable situations mm -hmm. yeah. in order to move sometimes. Yep. You gotta get uncomfortable. Yeah, what is it? There's a, um, I believe it's a Bible verse, um, or the, guys i'm just starting to actually read the bible so i'm i'm not all there but you know i'm working I'm you working. keep on doing yes. that girlfriend yeah, we proud of that, you girl. homegirl know, be at bible go. studies what every that's tuesday right. is no, every, every monday i see you yeah currently reading ruth apparently ruth is the real deal so mm. i'll keep you posted on the next yes. um, episode we definitely want to do that right but yeah. um it goes to i believe it's from the bible and it says that a like a peaceful ocean doesn't ripple the sailor do you know what i'm talking about yes i do um, that the one is the ocean and although there's ripples in the ocean don't forget you are the ocean entirely and it's okay for there to be waves and ripples. No? Okay, no, I'm off. We gonna get back to right, that. Yeah, we we gonna get we back will. to that. I'm sorry, guys. Um, It's okay. <laughs> but before we were talking about what? Before that? The whole ocean the, talk? The current, basically. Um, Just putting in that work to heal, right? Because we think time is gonna heal all wounds and it's false. It is so false. You have to put in that work and it's gonna get uncomfortable. And one thing that I feel like I always try to remember, remind myself is the day before, you have to surrender each day. Don't Ugh. carry on the pain throughout each day. And then, you know, Christy asked me the other day, how do I do that? How do I surrender? And I'm like, yo, if you gotta get down on your knees and you pray, you pray yeah. and, and you cry. You know, I have healthy releases Pretty much, oh, yeah, I, I don't have to, to say like once a week. I'm not a crier. Okay, I love to cry. I don't know why, but I, it takes me so much to cry. Like if you see me cry, really? you know I'm hurt. hurt, 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 hurt for me to really cry. But you know, I'm I think, an angry crier too. Oh, really? It's yeah, okay. It's okay. We all got we all got our things. But, but you know, it's right. I'm, like sorry. I'm so pissed no, right now. It's just there's just so much magic in a day. Mm -hmm. And if you are hurting, if you're holding, you know, those daddy issues or really whatever's going on in life at that moment, you are missing, you're missing those blessings. The magic. Definitely. And the yeah. magic mm -hmm. and the, 
even as simple as smiling at a stranger and saying, hi, how are yeah, you? Yeah, it could change that stranger's whole day. Yeah, it because oh you God, don't yeah. know what that's going to, to do kind. to a stranger. Definitely. But you know, I, I think as well, a lot of people, like we were talking about before, don't even take the time to reflect. Mm -hmm. to be like, I have these issues that I need to work on. And just want to, you know, hype my girls for a minute. That is why I love my girls so much. This soul sister group we have, like a couple weeks ago, we had a conversation where we were like, um, we, we on like a Monday, we said on Friday, we're going to ask each other five questions e each. And they weren't just basic questions like, what's your favorite color? They were in-depth conversations like, what, what's, that what's something that changed you? Um, what's some trauma you've been in? Some deep conversations. One for us mm -hmm. to, you know, get to know each other better. After all these years, we still want to learn more about each other. But as well, it was so therapeutic for us. Yeah. When we talk about these things, we, we come to realization of things. Just like you did with your dad. You're like, we both deserve that. And I know from now you're gonna think about it, plant that seed, and you're gonna put in the work from it. So mm -hmm. it's so important to openly talk about these things and it's okay to talk about these things and make that step forward to the next thing, you know, to make things better. Right, and we cannot forget, there is healing in relationship. There is healing in relationship. If it wasn't for you ladies being a mirror of me and going through some of the same things I've been through, how would I have gone, gotten to this point? You guys have been placed in my life to show me who I am and, and show me a better version of me and, and tell me what so what certain things you've done to make yourself feel better. So now I've partaken in the same activities and vice versa. There's power in that. There's power in sisterhood and knowing that I am not alone in this. Whatever I'm feeling, I have someone right here on my side that feels the same way and I don't have to battle this alone. Mm. Shout out to us because we actually have a picnic. Oh. Coming up. Say you were just gonna say it. You were just gonna let you let them know. Let them know. So October fourth, yes, October fourth, which is a Sunday. Our girl Ivana is flying in from New York. You a real one. You a real one. You a real one. Okay, she's flying yeah. from New York, and I have literally been inviting women within the Orlando area that I have not spoken to in years, and they're probably open up opening up the DM like, what? Like this is weird. But you know what? There's power in women coming together. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We are a powerful, hello, we bring yeah. in life into this world. You know yes. how powerful we are? And on top of that, we're so diverse. We have our own past and we come together and we bring so much to the table. And it's so beautiful that we want to share this shit. We want to love on other people. We want to, yeah. there's so many girls. I feel like so there's so many, many girls, girls hate on one another. They, yeah, I feel like I think I, I, I've heard girls. We live girls, in a world of competition. Okay. For the Why what is girls it? gotta be so petty for? Let's just love on each other. I like your hair. Right, and I feel like so many girls have said to us, right, so many girls have said to us, oh, your friend group is so beautiful. Oh, I wish I had friends like that. All the girls I hang out with are drama and this and that and third mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, always hating on each other. And it's like, we wanna stop that cycle. Come over here, let's have a good time. When we, when we leave each other's presence, we're so filled up in so many ways. We're like ready to take on the world. And that's the kind of conversations we wanna have. That's the energy we wanna have around us. So yeah. if you have that energy, come on this way, October 4th. <laughs> <laughs> October 4th in the Winter Park area. It's going to be a beautiful day. It's a super simple picnic. B -Y -O -B. Everybody BYOBB. BYOBB, if you know what that means. It means bring your own bottle and your own blanket, please. Okay, we trying to keep it super oh, simple. Like, what the hell is the, the second B for? Look, I got it. Look, come on, you're supposed to, come on, come on. So, or your water, or your water for us non-alcohol drinkers. Right, we wanted to keep it super simple because sometimes you get lost in the detail of it and you get lost in, oh, I want to set this up or let's do this, let's do this. And at the end of the day, what's most important is that we just connect to other right. women, right? Some of these women I've been following, what, six, seven years on Instagram? I feel like I know you in and out. I know your whole family. Why have I not right? met you? Yeah. Why have I not met you in person? Why have we not connected? Why have I not had the opportunity to see what you're working on? Like, let yes. me share what I'm working on. Let's all help one another because there's Connect. power in group. There's power in relation. And connecting with each other. There's power in community. Ooh. Girl, Ooh. why do you think I go to Bible yeah. study? A community. Mm. Those are my sisters mm. in Christ. Like, that's that's seriously how we look at it. I want to be and a sister. Their price too. You already are. I want to be your sister. I, told, I invited you. Oh, she did. But she did. She I did. You know, alone. we we thought of this beautiful idea because some of the most beautiful moments we've had, and yes, you know, we've we've gone to dinners and we've been in each other's houses, but being around nature, oh, that it just it brings us together. It, it fills us up yes. at another level, you know. And it being, I mean, we are still in the middle of a pandemic. 
Um, there will be social distancing, you know, come and bring your mask and everything like mask, that. Mask, but yes, we, absolutely. what a more beautiful way. Right. A more, it just is simplicity at its finest. It's, and you will meet so many, you have just so many different group of women coming together. You know, you have, how many businesses are we going to have? There? That's what I was just going to say. May I add Countless. that so many of us are entrepreneurs. So many of us own businesses. So many of us are into so many things. Let's all get together. We can help you. You help, help us. Help one another. Yeah, yes. help one another. Let's build our community. I'm so, like, I love that. You own your business, girl. I own my own business, too. What, what, how can I help you? How can you help me? Let's do this right. together. Let's build together. Let's build this yeah. strong empire together. We can all, I always say this, and I'm a firm believer, and I live by this shit, is that we can all eat. Like yep. any business I've ever owned, any anything I've exactly. ever owned, I've always been like, I've always put people on. I always, hey, come eat with me, come eat with me, come on. I don't even worry about filling my own cup up. We can we can split the cup. You know what I mean? And you so know what? So honey, that, that brings you karma. That's so important. Because you do it for somebody, what do you think is gonna come back to you? Even yeah, better. Right. Yeah. Right. But you I know? don't even worry about that. I just want everyone to But you don't to have to do it good. for other people to right. do it back to you. Do it for right. the kindness of exactly. your heart. Exactly. And, and that's that's no, but it's 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 a simple law of attraction. Right. You know, it's you you give and you you will receive. You will receive. Yep, that, that's it you know and let's not forget the fact that we are in the middle of a pandemic and a lot of these women that are probably going to show up to this picnic haven't left their house in about six months you know like a lot of us are actually following these rules and not going anywhere and are social distancing to a point that ha they haven't felt anyone's embrace in months and they're in need of it and that i don't yeah. take lightly Right. Because I'm ready, I'm ready to love on people. You know, like I, I'm, I'm right. ready to love on people. I'm ready to be loved, and I want just everybody that's going to be at that picnic. Shit, everybody in this world, just know that you don't have to go through things alone. Mm -hmm. And so often, I feel like we feel like we have to do life alone. And I just want this to be a beautiful reminder that, hey. There's other people who have gone through the same thing that you have. Right. And usually, you know, exactly. And a lot of the times, again, what I love about community is that kind of like what you just said, Sky, you, your trauma and what you've been through. And for example, like what I've been through with my father and how, where I am and how I'm trying to deal with it and dealt with it. There's probably somebody that I'm going to meet at that community or really at that picnic that can help me and guide me because they've been through it. Or I could do it for them. Right. You know, this is what I'm doing. What are you doing? You know, let's let let's talk about this because mm. it's important. Because when we do, we think that, you know, we're so alone and we're so scared and not be able to talk about it. And when somebody has been through it, like you're you're only gonna have more insight on what you should do or should have done. Or let me go ahead and fix it. You know, so it's important to look at it that way, mm -hmm. you know? What have you guys done um, to find healing with your daddy issues? What are some of the things that we've done? Cried, <laughs> read books, wrote, uh, wrote, right? Oh. Mm -hmm. Wrote written, a lot. Written, written a lot, thank you. Written, wrote, write, all the same oh, thing. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I've, written. I've written a lot. I've um listen to uh, guided meditations hypnosis is my shit i love going to sleep to guided meditations guided hypno hypnosis letting letting things go trauma healing all that i love listening to this. so that was probably the biggest thing i've done to to step forward mm -hmm. meditate meditate is so important mm -hmm. yeah oh sage I, sage clear my energy all the time <laughs> i need to sleep to get in that zone right I, think, I honestly um, just worked on being more kind. I like mm -hmm. to be more kind to others and more patient with myself. So I like to do that because I feel like being kind can change your whole day, another person's mood. And that's what I've been doing really to heal myself. Beautiful. Yeah. That's great, Ivana. I think um, uh, one thing that Thanks. helped me heal was uh, there was a school project I was working on in college and uh, they asked me to interview someone. And I interviewed my father. And it was the first time I ever heard his story. Wow, oh, I, I never, I how did I even not know wow. that? Yeah, I have it recorded. And it really opened my eyes, you know, because my father can't tell his story without crying. And, you know, just, <laughs> who's cutting the onions up in here, okay? <laughs> Let me get them onions <laughs> for you. It just, 
it, it, you know, and I, my heart goes out to you, Ivana and Christy, that you guys don't have your father here, you know, so you can't just listen. And sometimes they just need an open ear, an open heart, you know, and what better person than your own daughter? And just for you for one second, just to put your emotions to the side and be like, tell me your story, dad. Tell me your story, you know, and that's I think that's something powerful. that we can, me and Jonah, yeah. we had that opportunity. It's, yeah. And upsetting. it really did, <laughs> it opened up my eyes and it opened up just, it, it cleared my mind up, you know, because when you carry that around, that is getting in the way of one, just you living your life, but your creativity, like everyone has creativity within. And the more that you hold, the more it blocks you off. So I want to be my creative self. I love to write. I love to read. I love to dance. I love to um, just take photos. I love to be creative. But when I am hurt, I am blocked off. Mm -hmm. So I noticed yeah. that when I was younger, a lot of uh uh, me just being blocked off was because of how deeply hurt I was from my father. Yeah. And once I was able to get that out, I'm like, oh, wait, I like to do this. I like to do this. I like to do this. But when I did listen to him on that interview, my heart just melted. You know, I just there's no way. How can I be mad at you when you're really just trying to do your best with what you were given? Mm -hmm. And I am I can never be in your shoes. I can never fully understand you because you've grown up and you just lived a completely different life from me. So you just view life itself different. so different from me. And I think that was a major point in my healing. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. So just I, listen. I wish I had that opportunity, honestly. Yeah. I would have loved to hear my father's story. I never sat down and asked him once, now that I think about it, which is very upsetting. Never did I once ask him, tell me about the way you grew up. I mean, I heard stories from my mother and all that stuff. I know he's been through a lot, but you are, that is, you're blessed to have that, you know, take full advantage of that. I'm glad you were able to do that. I wish I was capable of doing that. Definitely. Now. And, and you know, to, sorry, to you, Ivana, I think, I think we're infinite and I think we're limitless. And this, it's, we don't just live in a world, we live in a universe. And you can still have this conversation. Exactly. And take it from mm -hmm. me and Ivana. We don't have our fathers here right now. Definitely, if you can, reach out. Yeah. Reach out. You know, put in that work right now. And Absolutely. for yourself, you both deserve it. You both deserve it. But put in that work. Yeah. Do your part. You know I mean? think for me, my healing, I think I'm actually going through it right now. And, and having this hard conversation and, and re realizing, you know, hearing your stories of, I'm so blessed that my father's here. You know, that's a blessing that I literally take for granted each day. Each day that passes and I don't communicate with him and I don't call him and I don't say, hey, I love you. You take like it for granted. Right. Yeah. And I think that just realizing that, realizing that hard truth, that is that's only healing and it's only going to get better and it's only going to get, I'm only going to get bolder in my relationship with him and the way that I pursue him. You know, I think my dad right now, what's going on is that he is so, he knows what he's done. You know, he knows how he's hurt us. He, he sees it. It's, it's easy to see. And I think with him, he's just, one way or another, we have rejected him over and over and over again. Not because we wanted to, not because it was a, not maliciously, you were just not hurt. Not maliciously, you were yeah, just hurt. We were just hurt. So at that point, okay, this is just easier to be unavailable. Unavailable. Yeah, like, I don't have time for this. Avoidance. Exactly. And the anger, the anger that yes. comes from it. Yes. And I think that he then adapted and he said, okay, well, I'm just going to kind of stay in the background and like, they, if they don't call me, it's fine. Like, mm. and he, it's sad. It is sad. It's really sad. And like, that anger times, can do a lot to you. Yeah. And there's times that I go and he's like, I love you. You know, and like, it's okay. <laughs> the fact that I take that for granted. Yeah, don't, don't do that. It's, it's, it's wrong, you know, but it's, it's wrong right now, but it's not something that I can't fix. That's right. You can you definitely know? fix it. Uh, absolutely. So. Oh, I got my homework this week. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. But look, having this beautiful conversation, 
can mm-hmm. it makes you like okay you know what i still got work to do yeah you know and that's okay we always have work to do just last just a couple days ago i got myself in a situation i thought i put the work in mm-hmm. to be totally over that situation situation and and guess what girl clearly it wasn't it's okay you got to put in that work and it's okay yeah. but now you know hey you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna take a little extra time instead of doing this i'm gonna put in the work for this and that is a beautiful and, thing and i'm gonna meet you dad where you are right you know you may not be where i think you should be but we gotta let go of that but again it's like kind of what we were talking about earlier with your kids or you know when when you know like the your your father's daughter is not being there like i we are also missing out on that magic because we're not letting them them be dumb yeah and be where they are like it's funny that you say that because i i feel like i have a lot of anger toward my daughter's father Mm -hmm. that he's not this father that i want that i think he should be and it, it stems from my daddy issues for sure like I know what my dad didn't do and why I have these issues. So I expect this from him. One, I should have maybe thought a little harder before, you know, picking that as my partner for, you know, my daughter in life or whatever you want to call that. But I get angry with him because I'm like, you're not present, you're not present, you're not doing this, you're not doing this like a father. And it's like, this is who you are. Once you get over that anger, like, yo, this is who you are. I can, I need, I, I will be able to start dealing with him differently. This because is who he is. This is what he's him. Yeah. I need to accept him. Yeah. I don't know how yet, but I, again, I got to put in the work for that. You know yeah. what I mean? With my father, I remember, guys, I don't drink alcohol anymore. I used to drink alcohol. And I remember drinking and driving to my dad's cemetery at three, four in the morning, crying, angry. And this was going on for like three months where my mom was like, I was calling her at the cemetery four five in the morning. And she's like, three, four, five in the morning. She's like, what are you doing? Like, that's dangerous. And I don't know why, but every time I drank, it just triggered me to him because I was angry and I didn't let it go. And then that's when I realized, okay, I gotta put this work in. Yeah. And and after you get that anger stage out and you start really putting the world in healing, then you can accept these people. Okay, this is who you are. And you know what, from here on out, you do this, you do this, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick a man that doesn't do any of that and use you as my learning. And I forgive you mm. and I love you and you did your best and that's okay, you know? Right. And that's what my daughter's father, I have to get to like, hey, you know what? This is who you are. So I got to stop setting this expectation for you because you're never going to be that person. And that's okay. That's okay. So I need to get to that point too. I got healing to do with that. Mm-hmm. Hey, we all, this areas we all have to work on, you know, and that's Absolutely. what makes us human. And you know, that's just what life is supposed to be. Don't ever feel like you're supposed to know it all. Don't ever feel like you're supposed to have it really all together. Because you that's, don't. Right. It's always going to be. <laughs> right when uh, we think we do. Right. Like, yeah, something you. else happens, and we're like, "What the fuck?" Girl, right. I'm telling you, I, I had a realization. I, I, my energy, be, energy lately has been so on point. I've been more creative than I've ever been in my life. I have so many yeah. things I'm working on, so many projects I'm working, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I put the time in to heal. I've put in the work and all that." Let me tell you, life got a funny way to be like, "Girl, you still got work. You still got work." Just the other day, I got rattled up over something I thought. There was no way. There was no, oh, guess what? Life got a way to be like, yes, girl, you still got to put in the work. It's a, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a forever thing. Put in that work for yourself. For yourself, put yeah. in that work. And uh, that work, I mean, I know for me, it consists of every morning. If I don't do my morning routine, and it's funny how my girls know me because they'll be like, hey, when you're done with your morning routine, call me. You know, don't call <laughs> yeah. me at a certain hour. Mm-hmm. Please don't call me at, at no nine o'clock in the morning with a bowl. Please don't. Um, because... I need to read, I need to write, I need to meditate. I need to do my thing before I start my day. Cause if I don't, I'm gonna be all off balance, you know? And that's really what it takes. That's the process of healing. And I'll never forget when I was going through one of my heartbreaks, um, cause we've been around one another for quite a bit. So you guys have experienced a couple of heartbreaks of mine and, and vice versa. Right. And I remember Jonalise was like, Sky, every time this person comes in my mind and maybe you can use this, you can use this as well. Every time this person comes in my mind, I say, you know, I wish the best and I release you. Yeah. Oh. I wish the best for you and I release you. Mm. And when Jonah Lee told me that, I was like, powerful. 
that's a form of healing as soon as the person pops in, up in your mind because we can so easily get so caught up in our mind oh, and in our thoughts and we ride every single weight and when it, go, it becomes obsessive mm. it becomes obsessive so I, no wonder why you can't get creative because you're thinking too much about this other person but if you tell yourself i release you and if you got to say that a hundred times in one day, the next day is gonna be 99. Right. And the next day is gonna be 95. And the next day is gonna be 50. Until you don't have to release any of that part of your life anymore because you really already did and you don't have to remind yourself to do so. Definitely. I, I think that if Sky told me that recently, she was like, every time you think of this, say, I release you. And I didn't realize until I started saying it in my head how much I was talking about this and I and it was blocking me from being creative for me everything every aspect of my life I was so distracted because all I can do I'm the type of person that I harp on things I harp on shit till I get it out I repeatedly say it say it say it say it <laughs> I tell my best friend yeah my best friend there I just can't I just for some reason I obsess over it and and I constantly talk about it one you constantly talking over something you can't get over it you can't move forward Sky was like Chris, every time you think of this, say, I release you. I really, it wasn't until she said that shit and that was so powerful that I started saying it and I realized, holy shit, like I am. I'm over here saying it 200 times in one day. I'm girl, 200 times in one day. Girl, 200 times in 15 minutes. What you mean? But at the end of the day, that that is such a powerful thing to do. As well, I want to add on is that healing is a long journey and it is, people I think mistakenly think that, oh, I'm healed, I'm good. No, no, no. There will be bumps in the road where you will retract and it's okay to, to, it's okay. You might go 10 steps forward and come five steps back, but it's okay. That is the part of the journey of healing. Right, right. Um, if, if your father was right here mm. in this room. Me? All of us. At all of us. What would you want to say? We could take this can be a real healing moment right here. If your father was so standing I, right here, ooh, what would you say? I I would see I don't You know. ain't talking to us. You ain't talking right. to us. You're talking to your father. Okay. I would probably I would have so many questions. I'd feel like I want to get out, but then I'd feel like I'd just be so happy to see him. I'd forgive him immediately and just want to hug him and be like, I forgive you. I love you. Because uh. once you lose your your father, there's no one else. There's no one else that's gonna come in your life that is going to be that guy to you. Right. You know, if I if I saw my father, the, probably the first thing that out of my mouth, I'd be like, I forgive you. I love you. And I would just hold on to him. Mm. Okay, I'll, I'll know what I'm doing. Next, next, next. I'm going to take the mic. Next. I, I'm going to pretend, I want to close my eyes and pretend that I'm talking to him. So, Bobby, I love you. You are an amazing soul. You're God-fearing men. And everything that has happened is in the past and now we're moving forward. And I'm sorry that I haven't been able to be my best. I'm sorry that the anger took over. I'm I'm ready to release and I'm ready to really form the best relationship that we can form moving forward. That was beautiful. <laughs> I'm cutting the ideas. So who the fuck is cutting these ideas? I'm fucking crying. Out here. It's fucking Ivana, If your father was right there, what would you tell your father? Ba, I am sorry for the type of relationship that we had. I want to know your story. I want to know why you treated us the way you did. And what did we do in order for you to feel the sadness, the anger you brought into this family? I hope that you were able to appreciate what we did take care of you. Um, I, I just hope that you knew that we loved you at the end of the day and we were still riding till the wheels fell off. And I wish I can dance with you one more time. And I, I miss you. You know, I miss you. And I'm sorry we didn't have the relationship we did or that I wanted as a little girl or that I crave for sometimes. And I just, I'm sorry. And that's all I can really say. <laughs> I fucking hate this episode. <laughs> Fuck. My lashes yeah. are not staying on for sure. They're coming off. I need waterproof mascara. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was beautiful, Ivana. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. And just know that I know it in my heart. No, he he's listening tonight, and he's proud of you, and he loves you, and there will be healing from this, for sure. I love us, Sky. I love. You. Um, shit. I should call my dad. <laughs> He's going to listen to this episode. I'm going to make him listen to it. Um, (laughs) I'm forever in debt. You know, like, you've given me life. And for that, I'm forever grateful. Uh, I know I, in my mind, at times harp on the fact that you weren't as present. But your lack of presence has added to me in the long run. And if if you didn't have if I didn't have that lack of presence, I wouldn't have relied on the Lord. And my relationship with God is that much stronger because I, I I was missing something. I was missing something, and I knew I needed something. And I went to the Spirit, and I'm so happy I was able to get closer to the Spirit. But for my dad, I mean, shit, dad. I, I know you're trying your best, and for that, I'm so proud of you. And I know that's all you ever really want to hear. You know, I know you want me to tell you that I'm proud of you, and I am. I am proud of you, and I want you to keep on just doing what you're doing because I know that you're doing it out of love. And I know you're trying to prove to me, Ebony and Destiny, that look, I can do this. I can be a dad. And he's doing so good. He is. He is. And definitely is. And I love you. I love you. And you're such a pain in my ass. (laughs) (laughs) You're such a pain in the ass, but I wouldn't have it any other way. And you know, my stepfather, Jason, you know, you and mom had gone a divorce in the middle of Ebony and I looking for a partner. You know, we were, what, 17, 18. And, you know, you and mom had your differences and, and you guys ended up getting a divorce. And it hurt me for a long time. But when I tell you I had a childhood because of this man, Halti, like you played your part and you played it well. So to the two fathers in my life, I owe, I owe my life. I love you guys. And I thank you for the role that you guys have played in my life because I am who I am because of you. <sighs> I love you, Dad. I love you, Hopi. Wow. I mean, I that told you, we, that was amazing. Oh, my goodness. I'm way too emotional for this. I love you, ladies. Okay. I love I you. Love I'm so you. happy that we have built this you. friendship to this point that we feel comfortable enough to put our hearts out like this, you know, and put our emotions out like this. Not everyone has this, and we do not take it for granted. Ever. I love you, ladies, and I love I can be how transparent I can be with you guys. You guys are my safety net. Absolutely. I love you guys. This is what I, I mean. This is what we mean by soul sisters. This is what I mean every time we talk, how we get things out, and we're so it's so therapeutic for us. This is always so good every time we talk because we talk about real things that need to be talked about for us to grow as people. And I do it with my favorite people, the people that I can be vulnerable with, people that I can trust, and girls I love. Ugh, I'm love so grateful you. for you guys. And we love you, Shadi. You so guys make a- my heart so full. <laughs> <laughs> To a beautiful episode three of the yes. Soul Sisters podcast. Soul Sisters. Yes. If any of you guys want to come to the picnic, like Sky mentioned, feel free to DM any of us. We'd love to have you there. Yes. Bring a friend, bring whoever you want. We can't wait. It's going to be a beautiful thing. And hopefully first of many. Yes. Amen. We love you guys. Yeah. We love you. Thank you. Thank you for just allowing us to, to do this. And once again, this is this is as much as ours is theirs, you know, mm-hmm. and we look forward to just connecting with all of you, um, sending you love, sending you light. And we got your daddy like make sure you hold on tight. Right. Mm-hmm. And forgive. Don't hold yeah. grudges. Forgive. forgive. And if you don't know how, you could reach out to one of us and we can go through it together. Because we're trying to figure it out as well. Right. Clearly. <laughs> we're working on it. We're, we got a little tip here and there, but we can we can we can help each other heal. We can do this together. Yeah. 
I'm Sky. I'm Christy. I'm Janelise. And I'm Ivana. Have a beautiful night, y'all. Bye.